0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport.
1: Powered by fans. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com slash weightloss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com.
2: Leicester City have a penalty kick in the
1: sixth minute of injury time. Injury time, injury time.
2: Injury time. Knockout takes, Almunia saves. Knockout follows it. Almunia saves again. And now Wapener on the counter-attack. Forestieri.
0: Oh, I do not believe this. Here's Hulk. D. D.
1: You're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast, joining us once again from the New York Talk. Matt, hello, how are you?
0: Hiya, nice to speak to you guys again. How are you doing? We're very good, thank
3: you. We're very good. When we last spoke to you, we'll get to the prediction league in a bit, but Matt actually predicted a result. I mean... I don't think we spoke to anybody who's predicted a result. Justin maybe withstanding once, but in fairness, he's had about thirty goals, so he should have got one by now. Um, Sir, so Rotherham United coming down to Vicarage Road earlier on in the season. We came up to your gaff, and it was a one-all draw. How did you see the the, the one-all the, the one-all draw of a game? It was a bit of a strange one. We seemed to gift your your thirty-seven-year-old free-scoring centre-back at the time a goal, and he went, "Yeah, I'll have a bit of that." Do you remember that
0: one? I do, I'd about that until you mentioned it. That was oh, yeah. one of the funniest goals of the entire season because you couldn't welcome. believe his
3: luck. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome, we'll be here all week. That's normally yeah. what our
0: back four say to people. It were, and it felt like eventually, it would, in contrast to goals, I thought your goal was, was a stunning finish. It was such a good finish compared to the gift that we received. Uh, I felt like putting a good, good amount of pressure we, we, know, we know where we are We know what the cup against us. I feel like we just about earned the point in the end Even though the goal was gifted to us a little bit But it, it was tough Obviously you had We were a different manager We had a different manager Things have all changed since then But we were dead happy early on, early on the season Just relegated team Point We were, It was a very happy set of Robin fans back then
2: You went to that game didn't you Carl? Yes I did Yes <laughs> I was at that game. I thought you were. Yes. Yes. Yeah, no, no, no. It was uh, not a bad day out actually, but yeah, very much we, we gifted the goal and then um my my main man, the crow, struck the crow. He did
3: it it was a it was a ball in from semma, and then the crow hit it with his left foot. We didn't even know he'd got a left foot up until that point. When that happens, you might you, you said that was pretty stunning. We were all absolutely flabbergasted. It was like who who knew that? It was just just very, very strange. Anyway, sir, since then, you quite rightly mentioned you've had a change of manager. For Warner, you'd had for, for six years, if I remember mm. rightly. I remember us sitting around looking at each other last time we spoke, going, years? Six years? Is that quite a puzzle?
0: <laughs> uh, that's now all changed. You've got now, is it Matty Taylor? It is, Matt Taylor, yeah. Not the at- one that used to play for Portsmouth in the Premier League, though, not that one. Ah, right. Tell, tell us about your Matt Taylor. Other Matt Taylors are available. I think, yeah, I think it was about four. But yeah, Matt Taylor was at Exeter. I think he'd been there four or five years Exeter. Took them from League Two to League One. Uh, done a really, really good job on a relatively low budget Exeter. The recruitment process, we originally chose Mark Bonner, who was at Cambridge. It got leaked to the press that everything was agreed. And then six hours later, it turns out he turned us down. So that wasn't ideal. And then we had to wait, wait a week. And then Matt Taylor got announced. He's, he's, he seems positive. I, I like him. He's much more direct. We, if have listened to the, our previous manager talk. is he's, he's all jolly and funny. And, you know, he, I think he gets away with it a bit because of how nice a guy he actually is. Okay. Matt Taylor's much more to the point. He talks about football all the time and in, in sort of presser and things like that. It's been an up and down sort of time in the three months he's been at Whatever he's been. It was a decent start. A horrific since the World Cup until the last game mm-hmm. against Blackburn. He's finally getting some signings in. So maybe starting to see a bit of what he's trying to do. I'm positive we're going in the right direction with Matt Taylor, but I I could also see in a month or two time if we go on another another slide, we might be changing manager again. I hope we don't, but I could see it happening. You did have, I mean, it has been a, a, a difficult
3: time, I know, because when we were talking to you before, it, you were around at eighth or ninth, mm. and I remember you getting kind of a couple of results against Huddersfield. Although everybody gets results against Huddersfield, it seems, and Stoke City, same thing goes and applies. And then you went on a bit of a slippery side, but I do remember you got you got a draw at. Luton but the game before mm. that you beaten Sheffield United we did <laughs> yeah I mean, uh, tell us how the, we we've done that as well but that was early <laughs> on that was first game of the season they hadn't really got going mm. you are one of the very few teams who have put a put a kind of a dent in their armor how, how was that game do you
0: recall it was exceptional it was our first win over them in 40 years at, at their place sorry and we we just sort of took the game to him and we just didn't let Sheffield United settle at home uh, made life so difficult for them. Ben Wiles, the local boy, scored the winner in, in the local derby, which was just was just something else. Uh, it, it was a run of games. We lost to Burnley 3-2, but really, really put them under pressure at their place. We played Norwich, um, put, them, put them under pressure, if not for a bit of dodgy refereeing, would have got a late penalty and probably drawn the game. Mm-hmm. And then we went to Sheffield United and just sort of finally got something over the line, which we'd not quite got, got in the last two or three games everybody plays to their potential. This is the thing we were all United and, and teams like us that are down there at the bottom end of the table. You've got to have 10 or 11 players on the game to pick up points. Right. And not, against Sheffield United, we had that. Everybody on the pitch and then the other players that came on, they were on it. And they just upset Sheffield United, the fans. You know what you big, you big teams like when you expect a crowd. If things aren't going your way early on, the crowd gets you back. And that's what we do. That's what we did to Sheffield United. That that's, should be our game plan for every game in this league. I think it worked. Napstool Dream, and dreaming. yeah, we, we celebrated that one
3: a lot. Uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes I imagine there, that probably wasn't a dry day in the in
3: Rotterdam <laughs> I, shouldn't, I shouldn't wonder um, <laughs> as we've spoken previously to ascertain your, your level of rivalry Sheffield Wednesday number one we remember that but Sheffield United yeah that must have been lovely what's been the differences would you say I mean you mentioned obviously warm was quite funny and laid back and talking whereas Taylor's a little bit more intense. Any difference in the gameplay? I see you, you're still playing a kind of a three at the back. Any differences in in the actual style of
0: play that uh, that, that you've seen since Taylor's taken over? That's going to infuse as well. I mean, when he first came in, when under the previous manager, it was sort of a high press, high intensity game that we, we were playing, which works to an extent. But I think we did need progression. And Matt Taylor came in, and he's trying to he's trying to get us to play a bit more football, trying to be a bit smarter in the press. You're not just pressing the goalkeeper aimlessly and hoping it works. There's a bit more a bit more uh, cleverness to it, which worked. You know, pre-World Cup, it, it worked. We've got a win against Sheffield United, point against Luton, a couple of really good performances against some top teams. Post-World Cup, it then just took an absolute nose dive I think we considered 10 goals in four or five games or something like that, four to Ipswich in the FA Cup a couple of weeks ago. We became, instead of this intense team, we became just sort of passive. We allowed teams to move around, to move us around. We didn't upset them. We weren't doing anything that I would consider to be a rather united team. And it was really tough. From from the World Cup to, to, well, sadly just gone, it was just horrific. Absolutely horrific. The defence looked like they'd never never met each other. There was rumours coming out of the club that all the players had fell out with the manager and then fell out with each other. It has just been a really, really tough place to talk about football. in football club of the last month and then Saturday just gone it changed we were playing three at the back Saturday changed to four at the back changing formation a couple of new signings and we were back that that team the way they played on Saturday was more like we played against Sheffield United more like we played against you guys and somehow Matt Taylor's just switched it up now that was a one-off game which I'm, I'm going to go into a bit more detail but I think we're going back to the way we were under the previous manager, but with a bit bit of Matt Taylor spin on it in terms of the, the clever press and a bit better on the ball.
3: Okay. So he's choosing when and where to press, Rob, right, but but, yeah. but bringing that kind of uh, physical intensity to it exactly. a little bit yeah. more. Well, let's turn back to, to Saturday. Justin and I were in the in the red line having a beer and uh, a number of people were t- turning around and going, fucking hell, Rotherham would be in Blackburn 3-0 and then oh, when we left yes, you, yes. You, you you went you shit it's 4-0 you know we don't have to swear but you know we have a reputation to withhold. so um so come on then t- tell us all about how how that was and how the reaction was, having gone through a pretty long, drawn-out phase of difficult games, uh, a lot of clubs have had a problem waking up from the World Cup. Yeah. Fortunately, Watford for Swansea and Millwall have come along and gone, come on, wake up, come on, hammer <laughs> But we think we might be on to hopefully something after after last week as well. But you had a definitely good Saturday. Tell
0: us all about it. It was just something else. We, we expect worse. As the run we have been on, we come up against third-place Blackburn live on Sky, and you're thinking, here we go, here comes a big, here comes a big beating, <laughs> just, just to really rub it in. I know from the first minute, you, we scored within 32 seconds, I think it was, and within that, the first 32 seconds, we were pressing, we, we were upsetting the opposition already. Blackburn wanted to tippy-tap it around a little bit at the back, and we were just sort of fine. You know, what you're in your penalty area, we keep it, you can have it, if you come into the danger area of sort of the halfway line, we, we sort of upset them and press them. Mm. Uh, the goals were brilliant, we won direct from a corner, uh, the other two from outside the area, and the, the fourth one was a lovely bit of football. But there was just that, that passion, uh, that press from the, from the players inspired the inspired the fans, and the passion was there straight away, the atmosphere built and built. There's still a lack of confidence, you know, I think we, we were 3-0 up and they they got a bit of possession and there was a bit of nerves around the stadium. That's, that's that's the kind of room we were all felt like we were in a little bit, anything could go wrong. But we just felt, and it sounds daft because it only six, seven games, but it just felt like we had Rotherham United back. That was that was what I want from my football team, and if if we do that, if we play like that from now on in the season, we'll stay up. We'll obviously not beat everybody four 0 but we'll stay up, and that's all I want is to just upset people. Rather than the out area to upset people in Championship, we were laying out red carpet before, and this is it. This is just let's go and wind people up, wind up, might up with the right phrase, but just make it uncomfortable for them. You know, go to people's back gardens and make make them uncomfortable. Make New York a horrible place to come for the opposition, and the players—all credit players—and probably more credit to Matt Taylor for changing it. To be fair, he, he had the courage to, like, to say, "Well, this is not working. Let's try something different," and it worked. On so absolute dream, wonderful stuff. The old phrase is, as Graham Taylor
3: said when we got back up to the Premiership, his last promotion for us, he said, "We're going to get our bottoms smacked, but occasionally we'll bloody a few noses." And I think you yeah. bloodied a few noses on the, on That's on right. Saturday, most certainly. Well done. Having a look at the season back overall, the one player that I think a lot of people have had their eye on has been Dan Barlaser in midfield, mm. who has got a number of assists a lot early oh. early in the season. Mm. He kind of dropped up, but he, seemed, he also, again, provided an assist again on Saturday. How has he been, and who else has been the sort of star of the show in an admittedly kind of difficult last period of the season so far until Saturday?
0: Yeah, Dan Barlaser's just a wonderful player to watch. He, he, he can ping a pass 45 yards It can, he can the, the fourth goal on Saturday was another example of what he can do it's just a really tight inside pass to Connor Washington uh, he's in the middle of a transfer room he's out of contract in the summer mm-hmm. Middlesbrough wanted him there was some leakage from his I assume his side it been about Middlesbrough Middlesbrough's interest he got heart set on the move or something like that uh, but he still put the performance in. He came on Saturday, and most importantly, he put the performance in. If you if you shut down Dan Balasa, you do shut down us a little bit, especially in the Matt Taylor. It does rely on Dan Barlasa a lot, but we've got, we have got a couple of other players who can help out. Ben Wiles was another one. He's injured, probably out for the season. He he played in the reverse fixture. He won't be there. Chioa is another one who, who to watch out for. He's had a pretty good season. He hadn't played as a striker, but he's at, he's naturally a winger. He's one of those players that likes to sort of isolate a defender and run at them which is why he finds it better I wish he did play out wide out wide on Saturday the player that sort of stood out last time against Blackburn that's the just one to pick out his only Rathbone. he's just uh, an energizer bunny <laughs> somebody put someone on Twitter the other day that he'd uh, he'd chase an empty bag of crisps just because he, he wants to run around that's the type <laughs> of guy he is he'll
1: just run and run and run well, in fairness,
3: that, those those are the only circumstances under which I'll run. <laughs> what well, empty bag,
1: Peter. An empty bag. Yeah, no, that's
3: no, <laughs> There was a technicality there I didn't pick up on. That. <laughs>
0: it's about, that's what we're about. We're about to have that high energy. And if we do that, Ollie Rathbone is is sort of the kid that, that does that. So he's just epitomised as Rotherham United. Defence has just switched to a back four. I don't know if we'll stay like that, to be honest with you. We might, might sign a couple more players, but. Sean Morrison's coming from Cardiff for his first game in a year, and he looked like he'd never been away. He just looked like a solid, solid championship player. I didn't realize how slow he was until he played for us on Saturday. So, if you can, again, that's the type of player you can isolate and, and run behind, you'll, you'll get some success out of Sean Morrison. But if anything goes high, I'll just gobble it up, as you know from that type of player. Yeah. Um, and the keeper's been a sensation. Victor Johansson, how he's not a Sweden, Swedish international by now is completely beyond me. I think he's highest rated on who scored or whatever baiting system they do and rightly so expected. I know they get some of those wrong but it's just been a sensation we concede a lot of shots but his shot stopping something else and he's progressed over the last couple of years he should be so it should be an international player, but
2: he has um, he has excellent shit housery skills as well. He does. Because when when we were at your place, what a twat he was. <laughs> holding that ball. My God.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got quite a few other cards this season for time wasting, to be fair. So if we are, if we go one 0 we'll get ready for that. Well, well, black blackpool came
3: down and their goalkeeper started time wasting. I timed it, it was after 45 seconds. <laughs> it was. It was yeah, genuinely, it, it was, was like Oh right, okay. <laughs> it was. It's gonna be like that, was it? And indeed it was. It was, it was, was. yeah. Let's face it, we we've had Ben Foster. We know of what this
1: which we make. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so
3: this is the guy that didn't cost a pound, Scott Fitzgerald, and this is the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands.
1: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. (laughs) At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Our transfer window hasn't really ignited yet. There's been a a little bit of movement here and there, but it hasn't exactly been, you know, blockbusting. How, How has yours been?
0: Slow to start with. I mean, the the problem for us is that we think we need six to eight players. And in a January transfer window, that's probably too much. We signed Sean Morrison, who I've already mentioned, uh, and Leo Yelda, who is a left back from Leeds, only Mm 19-year-old. But he looks the part, but he's very, very raw at the minute. He got caught out a couple of times, just ball watching and just ball flattening over his top. So unknown what's going to happen there. But it all depends. I said, Dan Barless is in the middle of a transfer tug of war. Chio Agbene could be going it's linked somewhere in Belgium. But they're out of contract again in the summer. So if we can get money for those that will want to be reinvested, we're, we're desperate for probably two strikers. We're desperate for at least one midfielder plus another if Dan Barlesser goes. Probably need two wide players. Still need another defender. This um, sounds like
2: Watford. This is great. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah, there's not much room for anyone else there, is there? My there's way. not. No, that's that's why the win was I think was so important. Had we lost on Saturday,
0: fan, fans that have been, you know, we, we all know the players we needed and and then we'd lost uh, as well. It, Matt Tilly needs to bring his own players in. These these players played in a system that wasn't his, so it's really really important to bring them in. But January transfer window is a ridiculous window anyway, and to then need that amount of players. It's well, we've got a very busy. What was it? 14 days, 14, 13, 14 days left. Yep, that's it. By windows, yeah.
3: Chaotic. That's it.
0: Yep. Well, well,
3: we we can provide about three of each of the positions that you mentioned there. The only problem is they're all injured until about. 2025 at the moment. Well, we, we, have, we, we have got an injury uh, list as long as you're on. Sorry, Carl. We've let,
2: we've let one go to Huddersfield who I'm um, still like, but, but we need him. Yeah, we need it, players. Hungbo? I'm not sure Hungbo, I, J- I don't know. I, but there's players. Bodies. We've got no bodies. That's the problem. <laughs> you're going to get a call up if it carries on.
1: Well, you can try and put me on the left wing. I'm not particularly good there. Well, I'm, I'm not particularly good anywhere, really, to be honest. I like <laughs>
2: the fact that you said you're not particularly good, but you didn't say fuck. You say you're saying you're fast.
1: No, I'm definitely not saying that. No, 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 no. But is uh, Joseph Hungbo? I mean, I don't know. I'm not, I've never never really rated Hungbo to be honest with you. Perhaps I haven't seen enough of him. But when he has come on, I thought mm, no. So, are you upset about Hungbo?
2: I I just think bodies body wise we're 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 low. We need bodies. This is true. Um, you've got to hope. You, we've got to hope. Sorry, Matt, we're just going off oh, into sorry. our own little... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry Matt, about about
3: Hi, show.
1: Matt. How um, you doing?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we've got to think that that means that they're either bringing somebody else in or they've, you know, seen a little bit of Pat Butcher. We've signed an East Enders character for some strange reason. This uh, was
1: sorry, Pete, to cut over you here. This was mentioned on from the Rookery End by Colin Mace, uh, and I think you must have said it to him, Cole, because he said, "Oh, my friend says he looks like Pat Butcher." and I thought that's Cole talking. I to did, Colin. yeah, yeah.
2: I thought so. <laughs> I did.
1: <laughs> I thought it was well, you, yeah.
3: All all we're trying to do is we're going to to start off. I'm not going to be happy until Sky Sports say Martin's beat them all and has a picture of Pam St. Clement. There's there's some niche EastEnders news for you, everybody. Um, That's what we're after. Anyway, he he did did quite a good job. He came on uh, the start of the second half on Saturday and uh, was involved in, uh, in, in, in both goals, including winning the penalty with a good turn of pace and some excellent, excellent teeth. I mean, teeth have never been this big and so bright. It's best teeth in the championship. The only teeth visible from space. That is scientific <laughs> fact. We know this anyway. So he's going to. He's probably going to be up against your your Hilda, your left back, who's mm. just going to basically be dazzled by the
2: uh, <laughs> by the pearly whites of the Brazilian tricky winger. That's what we're hoping for. Anyway, <laughs> just, so just just to let you know, Matt, before we move on, I was bitten by a horse away at Crystal Palace some time ago, and. Okay. That had the set of teeth on it, but this guy, my word, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, we like
3: him. This is what we do to people we like. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: Anyway, I was going to say one of the questions I did ask from Millwall, and I wanted to ask this of everybody, but last mm. week we spoke to Blackpool, and it was like it was like Homer's Odyssey. I mean, it, we were like on for days, but it was fantastic stuff about their their former owners. Didn't get to ask this question. You've gone through now over half a season now. What player? If you could take any one player from any one club in the championship to fill a position that you need, who would it be and why would it be? Now you're asking, I'm like... That's a great question, Peter. You'd even surprise me with that question. We'll, we'll give you some I thinking just, time. I don't, just, I don't just throw these things together, you know. I, <laughs> I, I sit down for at least at least five seconds and think about these things.
0: Uh, it would be, we played Hull, and I forgot his name now. It's the City midfielder, or was it Fulham? I can't find it, I can't remember his name now. John Serry, uh, Serry, ah, yeah. John Michel Serry, yes, yeah. He sat in that midfield. With the beaters us four two at home, and he just sat in that midfield and made it look like it was just his second job. It was just so easy. He, he, he had a he had a fag on. It was just life. Was just, <laughs> <laughs> it was just it was somewhere else. We just we just couldn't get anywhere near him, and it, it was the difference. Goals, obviously, but and we maybe made it a bit easy. But he just looks so good, and we always do midfield, new midfielder. He was, he's worth the money. I know he's on a lot of money. I know he's been paid a lot of money in the past. I can see why he probably shouldn't be at this level. But you look in are as well, and then Strange, such a good player in Hull of nowhere. So it's odd. I would, I would take him. He was brilliant in that midfield. For,
3: For a fearful moment, I think myself, Justin, Carl, and anybody listening to this, when you said midfielder at Hull, we're thinking. Not Ozan Tufan, surely,
1: oh, surely, no. surely not Ozan God,
3: Tufan. No. I mean, I mean that, that that boy's never been mentioned without the word pork pie being included.
1: So
3: the Turkish meze, me saying it, The yeah, Turkish meze. <laughs> I think, gentlemen, we have come to where the rubber hits the road. It's the prediction league, and uh, last last prediction that we did, which was which was Blackpool, which nobody scored any points for because Justin was was uh, basically just going, oh, I'll decide it. I'll just go with one all. And uh, Carlos was in in one of his his darker, more morose periods and tried to work out. How <laughs> I've many got the goals correct score. Blackpool would beat us by. I've <laughs> got, got the, re- the correct score, so I should get something for that. It's just <laughs> a, for the. You you said last time. You said Carlos said two nil, but to the Seasideers. No. Not what happened. Not what happened. However, I had failed to take into account before that the uh, the results from Norwich, where Carlos got three points. Yes, that's right, everybody. Carlos got the prediction right. He said one nil or one nil. It was. Uh, In fairness, that day everybody scored some points because uh, the Pinker went for two one, so they got two points, and Justin went for two nil, so he got one point. Which means our league table, as it stands, Justin, thirteen points. Carlos. Thirteen points. EFL, oh, he's closing in. EFL twelve points. Oh, good lord! This is ridiculous, Peter. That that means one of two things. Either this is very exciting or the entire season so far has been entirely fucking pointless, really. Well, the thing because is, Peter... To differentiate I differentiate point. I mean, the second.
2: The, yeah, yeah,
1: second I was going to say, one. how many points potentially were up for, for, for grabs here? It must be like 60 points or something. Many, and, many, many points. And the most and we, anyone scored yeah, is 13. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> oh, no. No, this is an exercise in being shit. I mean, you know, shitness,
3: I think, was the phrase what you previously used. Yeah. We're pioneering the word shitness, uh, Matt. You'll, <laughs> you'll, you'll get the hang of it. Just watch this. Yeah. Right, so here we go. <laughs> Saturday, Saturday, the Miller men are coming down. Are you still called the Millermen, by the way?
0: Thinking uh, about just it, Miller's. We were, sometimes we say sometimes men, but Miller's. Oh, oh, the Miller's. Miller's. Okay, that's yeah. fair enough. So you, you've carried that
3: across from the old ground, though, because Millmore was your, your previous. Good stuff. Okay. The Miller's are coming down to, uh, to Vicarage Road. We turn to Matt, our guest. The EFL are on. 12 points you have previously got three of those 12 points we, we've got somebody here who's got a decent record
1: 25 25 of the points are yours matt well done, well done.
3: so well, what do you think the score will be in this biggest load of old shite that we've ever thought of but kept going nonetheless what do you what's your forecast for uh for saturday
0: uh, i can't see us winning i'd love to see us but i i would, I would be happy to push just push and push and keep it tight. I'm going to go 2-1 to you guys. Um oh, I think you will have too much. Well, fun. there you are. This from the this from the man who's just been talking about how they've absolutely battered Blackburn.
3: Just like
2: smashed Blackburn, yeah.
3: <laughs> this is what I like to see. Football fans Happiness is
1: not our, our, our standard emotion. It's, not, it's no.
3: like, no, no, no. It, it was a win, but don't worry. Humiliation, humiliation is just around the corner. It's coming for us. Yeah, it works.
1: It is how no. it works, yeah.
3: So we go, we turn. Carlos, I think it's only fair that I turn to Justin. Oh, bollocks. As you're both level at the top, I turn to Justin for once, for once this season. Yeah. Justin is not at the top of the table on his own. He's there, <laughs> but but with some company. Justin,
1: um, what's the school going to be? Right, okay. So, yes, I'm hoping that we're going to play out a similar team that we did against Blackpool. I hope we're going to play in a similar way. Uh, I'm going to go for 2 0 Watford.
3: <laughs> Justin does tend to react to the previous results. <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I if I look down the results, pretty much you just called last week's result. I think that probably is what
2: I do. Yeah, yeah. He's
3: either very up or very, very
2: down. <laughs>
1: exactly. So,
3: we turn to Carlos, top of the table, Carlos, no less.
2: Alphabetically, yes. Yeah, alphabetically. oh, well, alphabetically. Okay.
3: <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> in, well, fairness, I... in fairness, Carl might actually
2: win this whole load of nonsense on alphabetical. Alphabetically, <laughs> so alphabetically that's quite good. could happen. <laughs> That'd be brilliant to claim that. I, I, I think it's going to be a tough game. Rotherham um, coming off of that fantastic win and that shouldn't be underestimated as long as mario gaspar's in the middle Ooh, i do fanciest so job. i'm gonna go i'm gonna go for watford one rotherham nil wow i mean
3: i think we can all stand aghast that three weeks ago the word mario gaspar basically just made everybody turn sideways and throw up into a bucket <laughs> he's since had He's since had an absolute epiphany in central midfield, primarily because most of our midfielders have either been injured or shot in some cases, it seems. <laughs> <laughs> taken out the back, just like humanely put away. Yeah. And and Mario Gaspar has stepped in and just shown a clean pair of heels in every sense of the word. Yeah, he's it's been very, brilliant. very good. He's
1: been brilliant. And who Wonderful would have thought we'd have said that at the beginning of the season, that Mario Gaspar's been brilliant. But there you go. Football's a funny old game, isn't it?
3: I think at the beginning of the season we hoped for it. It was then when we watched him at right back. Here's a player who has been playing, Matt, for about 18 years at Villarreal and uh, it's taken it's taken half a season at Watford to somebody go, I think he's a
1: midfielder,
3: you know.
2: <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah, played in the Champions League, won the UEFA yeah. Cup, but we've we've decided he's a midfielder. Yeah,
3: yeah. I don't know what the Spanish is but now you fucking tell me but
1: I imagine you' <laughs> probably said it a number of times
2: <laughs>
1: absolutely yes absolutely
2: I think you Matt, some... are you getting dressed up later to go on your one because I, I do remember that didn't you get very dressed up very smartly to go on your uh... was it the deadline day episode yeah it was yeah was the deadline day episode? I, no, I want me to do it on this one. The, on that <laughs> did you wear a yellow tie and
3: everything?
2: He had the full Jim White going. <laughs> yeah, it was full brilliant. Jim I was White. very taken back. I was like, oh my,
1: <laughs> this is very good. Matt, once again, thank you very much for joining us on Do Not Scratch Your Eyes. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you
0: very much. Cheers. Thank you, Matt. Thank
1: you. Huge thanks to our patrons Colin Payne, Gary Wood, Carl Campion, Boyd Mayover, Uncle Ron, Kevin Kremen, John Fecanardi, The
3: Big Lebowski,
1: Greg Fika, Malcolm Williams, Jason Rose, Michael Abrahams, Ian Bacon, Nipper Harrison, Ken Green, Nick Newland, and PDF. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery free In terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?